0: It's Talking Twins and More with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to Twinfo.com.au and DoubleBub.com.au.
1: It's Talking Twins and More, a multiple birth podcast with myself, Nick's, and joining me as always from Twinfo.com.au. Naomi, how are you going this week? I am fantastic. And Nikki, I have been actually wanting this week to speed <laughs> up.
2: I know. <laughs> last, uh, the conversation that we had with Neil last week has just been playing on my mind all week and I've just gone over it and over it and I've listened back to it a couple of times and I just, yeah, what an amazing story and I'm really now keen to hear how Neil has, has turned his experience, for want of a better word, um, into something that has just been so well received within the multiple birth community.
1: Yeah, look, I'm really forward to, look, really looking forward to catching up with him and finding out the rest of the story. So we'll do that next on Talking Twins and More.
0: It's Talking Twins and More with Nix and Naomi. Thanks to Twinfo.com.au and Nikki And
1: we are excited, Naomi, to be joined again this week by with Neil. Neil, thank you so much for joining us again. Uh, Naomi and I were just both saying how, how absolutely hooked we were on last week's episode. I'm
0: glad you enjoyed it's Nice to be back, ladies.
1: Honestly,
2: um, just I I guess myself, um, as our listeners know, having gone through so much to have our twins, and just hearing different stories. Because I mean, Nikki basically, you know, got pregnant without planning on getting pregnant. Well, there was wine um, involved. All,
1: Hang on, Naomi. I mean, There, was, there wine was wine. involved. There was plenty wine. of wine Same. involved.
0: It was,
2: it was <laughs> I, can, I can assure you there was plenty of wine involved in mine too, but that was more to drown my tears every time <laughs> oh, it didn't work yeah, rather true. than to, do you true. know what I mean? Like, Such I mean, yeah, wine's stories. always involved. I know. So that's what I was just thinking about. You know, you got pregnant unexpectedly mm. at a drop of a hat.
0: Mm.
2: I did eight rounds of IVF, mm. twin miscarriage along the way, plus, many other months of failed, um, a la natural. And then we've got Neil who has just done, you know, almost the complete
1: opposite
2: and, um, with surrogacy and having such an amazing journey.
1: It's it's truly incredible, isn't it? To think that, and, and here we are, the world of multiples has brought us all together. And as Neil mentioned in the last episode, um, there's no one else you can relate to like other multiple parents. It's
2: interesting as well that I think that all three of us have used our experience. So Nikki has her blog, Double Bub. Um, obviously, I've got Twinfo. And Neil, which is what we're going to talk to him about this week, has an amazing online community called the Multiple Dad Sanctuary. So Neil, mm. tell us about... Welcome back, firstly. Sorry to be rude. Welcome back. And, um, yeah, honestly, like this. Tell us about the Multiple dad Sanctuary because um, I've known about it for a while. Now, my partner is a member um, and I don't know what goes on in there, but he, he loves it.
0: I can go, I'll actually go half a step back if I may. Speaking of the twin on the blogs you had, I actually started out with the blog myself. So it was about, the blog was about the surrogacy journey itself. So on WordPress, if anyone wants to search up multiple madness, they can actually go and see our actual full journey there from the thorough incident start to end. Mm. Then, ah! over the next two years, that's what developed as We got involved with the uh, online platforms of social media. We settled on Facebook because that's where the Multiple Birth Association and Amber had the most coverage and exposure. And I suppose being a guy that was very much hands-on, it was for me just like, I wanted to know. I've got a personal knowledge. I'm one of those... Uh, I'll tuck away any bit of information I can for 20 years down the track. And when I'd ask a question, no offense to the ladies, but the questions from a guy's perspective are different. Mm. Different in the way they want the information. You ask a question, guys love facts, they love humor, and they're looking for experience. Mm. Whereas we'll be met with emotional responses through the ladies' groups. Everyone had their opinion, which is great. So we found that are oh, you get shouted down or drowned out, oh, you're only a guy. Or, you know, not everyone, there's always a few apples in the group that you sort of go, this is just not a comfortable space for a guy when you're like 1% of the group. So I saw an opportunity there to say, right, let's get a group going just for the dad. Mm. And it's all about three things we founded on. Respect, number one, regardless of your background. Support, number two, that support is in... What's happening, but also your mental health as well. And number three, probably, I suppose you could say the information that came through was about it being real. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Real and it was factual, and you had the support from the guys. Then we found that community itself started out as literally being a local catch up for local dads. 20 dads is what we expected. And that was all I was looking for, just for the dads who would stay at home, catch up, then grew and grew. And then I was taken on by Amber and they realized the value of the support that I was offering to the guys. And now currently, I think we're close to two and a half thousand dads, internet, uh, dads only, international, worldwide. Wow. UK, Singapore, Japan, Australia, New Zealand, Egypt, you, South Africa you know, but we've got someone from that country.
2: That's amazing. What a, uh, like, a I mean, building TwinFo up from scratch, because um, for me, I when I started TwinFo, it was more to have an online community because Amber just absolutely nailed the um, in-person support. Yep. Um, definitely. I mean, Amber are all over that. And if you're not a member of your local multiple birth association, you need to get onto it. But for me, with Twinfo, it wanted to be the online thing. And what you're just saying now, with Multiple Dads Sanctuary, you've got 2,500 dads in one place, which is just amazing. And they're all multiple dads, and you've got them from all around the world.
0: And also every background. We've got tradies, we've got plumbers, we've got doctors, lawyers, solicitors, fireys, police guys, psychologists. We've got medical doctors. Um, we've never revealed who has what job. That a lot of the guys uh, occasionally, once a month, will have an non post, and one of the guys who's in that field of expertise will come to me, give me the answer, and say, This is what you need to look down the path of. Make sure you go to your GP, and it might be the only one answer, but 50 guys will love that one answer. Oh, the
2: that's amazing. You
0: know, they sort of weave out the, all the opinions and so forth. It comes down to if you get one answer, the guys are thrilled with that because it's pointed them in the right direction. It's a bit like a concierge desk. This has happened. We've got two dads who write professionally, who are bloggers who are with us. We've also got <laughs> two Hollywood <clears throat> famous people who we can't mention who they are, who have twins. And one sporting personality. They lay very low, but they see the men's humor as in there. So if anyone's thinking like it's a beer drinking, the shed with the pinups on the wall, totally wrong. <laughs> it's about role modeling for the day, the whole thing. The dads Mm. come in, they can be interactive as they like. Most of the guys just want to see what the other dads are doing. What options are available? How does it blend into being better for their mental health but also how it supports their own family?
2: And I think... Because it's got to be hard. Sorry, Nikki. No, you go. It's got to be hard, though, for a a dad to... uh, Particularly a first-time dad, okay? So I'm just going to put this out there in terms of a, a, a dad who's already been through several pregnancies and births and has several children, it's still different having two or three or even four children as opposed to a first-time dad who literally has no idea. So A, they have to get over that whole mental thing of, oh my gosh, I'm going to be a dad, how exciting, oh my God, there's two, oh my Lord, there's three, <laughs> to, oh my gosh, how do I support my wife, partner, girlfriend, whatever, um, through this process and still be involved.
0: And, yeah. It's actually interesting because I'm going to give credit where shoot This, and like anything, it was a team that said, it wasn't just me, my wife did. All the research on the surrogacy. Uh, she is a teacher, so literally the information she had, the structuring she had, she taught me a lot of things. Everyone knew about routine, but the one thing that a lot of people miss or don't know about, like in teaching, is how to scaffold, how to start with an absolute baseline and build like steps, next level up, next level up. That scaffolding combined with the routine is absolute magic. And literally for myself, I was lucky having dated previously a lady who had twins for four years. So I had some exposure to kids. My sister, uh, when she stood with her partner many months ago, my nephew and her lived with me for six years. So I've had like a 10 year exposure from six months to about the age of 12, I'd had that exposure to children. So it was a good wow. grounding, I suppose, in that regard. So when the boys came along, I was lucky not to be starting solely from scratch and that's probably me being the first for knowledge again and wanting to be the good boy scout always being prepared. It gave us time because Tina was not pregnant we could go and do a lot of these things together whereas a lot of the times in my blog I've written the 12 things you need to know it's becoming a dad mm-hmm. and it wasn't about which car to buy it was about how the girlfriends get with the wife and they go off and buy everything for the kids and Dad doesn't buy anything. Then the girls go off and have a baby shout Dad's not involved. Then when the child comes, they expect magically Dad will just know what to do and be be involved around the children. And the poor bugger has been sitting on the sidelines for the last nine months and the wife and girls. So it's not always the case, but it's relatable in some cases. And that was the reality of like how your relationship's gonna change. When do you oh, have more familiar absolutely. all those little things you don't so the twelve tips I gave were not the normal things, they were the things that were not spoken about. Mm. How when could, your parents take over. Yep.
1: And then you've got that also on the multiple level and I think that's one of the big things that, that has always stood out to me. Now Chris hasn't joined your group yet because basically he's just I don't think he's even aware of it, but I'm going to make sure that this happens. Um, but I think one of the, like what I'd be interested to know is obviously you, you're providing that support. And again, we, we keep coming back to this about the multiple sides of things because my other half is same thing as you. He's th- probably known as the best uncle. And so going through him when I was pregnant and going, you know, this is not an uncle role. This is a dad role. It's very different in the first place. Um, but yep. then uh, I, I see... and and being very frank, that often when he's talking to other guys about dad life and being dads, it's still very much singleton to multiples and I feel like he needs that additional support to say, you know, because sometimes I say, well, it's different for us because we have the twins and I imagine Uh that you've got that support there to say, you know what, even as a dad, you know, as a dad, as a mum, as a parent of multiples, it is different. Does that make sense?
0: Absolutely it does. We have the dads that are not only twins, but triplets. Um, quintuplets Mm. and sextuplets we even got in the group. So to get those guys, is rare. Two of the guys, there's an American TV show called Outtaughted and the gentleman has five girls. So he brings a wealth of experience about things. that he says, hey, if you can do this with five of them, you can do it with two. Mm. So we downscale things. And the other guys who are DIY, hey, I made this project. This is what the guys do. And they throw up a YouTube link for something they did. So that multiple... Mindset, if you like to call it that, Mm. makes a big difference because that singleton one, it's great. It's like we said, the dollar wise, it's one on one and you hand me down. When you have to multitask on multiple, that's when it becomes interesting. And having that foresight or reading those experiences really, really does help.
2: Yeah. I agree because I think that, um, I mean, so my Gabe, my partner, he basically, I mean, he had a niece and a nephew but they lived overseas or sorry he only had a nephew at the time but they lived overseas the poor guy had barely ever held a baby in his life Mm. (laughs) and then all of a sudden I had two I was quite sick after the birth couldn't do much and he was thrown into the deep end the nurses in in, in special care and in in NICU because we have one in each were amazing and they really taught him so much but I, I just think that I, I almost wish that um, he had joined the multiple dad sanctuary beforehand what, you know, while, while we were pregnant, or I was pregnant. There's nothing about this we thing and being pregnant. But you know, while I was pregnant, I wish he had joined that because you know, it's very different. And I learned this when we went to sleep school. Dave is very willing to take on board anything that is scientifically proven or demonstrated or anything like that. Mm -hmm. If I just, if I, oh, well, yeah, the girls told me that, yeah, nah, done. Checked out, checked out of the whole situation. Mm. Um, Whereas if he can hear other dads saying, oh, my gosh, my wife, my partner, my girlfriend, my Sister-in-law, that's who he's supporting, whatever, is um, saying that this is happening. But whereas if another dad just says, oh, my gosh, this just happened. I, you know, I had this two plosion. I didn't know what to do. And I almost felt like getting the gurney out, but we sorted it out. Um, he's going to relate to that so much more.
0: That relatability comes into play. Like we're saying with the children, our boys are young then took 18 months off half pay from work, but she was lucky enough the first 18 months with the boys. Mm. Then they say, what were you doing? So I went back to work once we were settled in like a week after we arrived back in India. Mm. From there, i said every Saturday morning at 5 a.m., the boys would get up for the feed. i get up and have that bag packed from the night before, put them in the back of the Kluger, down to South Bank in Brisbane, take them out in the stroller, go and have them first feed, 7 a.m. on the river. The number of ladies, you don't want dogs, you want children. And the number of ladies that clamoured around to see us feeding the boys or wanted to feed the boys was amazing. Mm. Seven o'clock, straight back to sleep. I get to wander around South Bank. Eleven o'clock, we go to the piazza. Feed, change, back to sleep again. We walk over to the museum. They look at all the lights in the museum. Come home at two o'clock, ready for the three o'clock feed. And the boys were comfortable. The wife had had the chance to get her nails. Sleep housework, go to your mum, because she's Greek. You can do anything that was her sleep time every Saturday morning. So for me, I spent quality time with my boys, gave mum a break for that Saturday, and just said to the guys, this is how easy it is to do. Plan out your day, see where you're going to see. make sure the parent change room, where's your shopping town. The PR star. And the guys have come back and said, hey, this is what I did. Amazing. The wife loves me. We said brownie points, always good, you know. Yeah, (laughs)
2: absolutely. There's nothing wrong with brownie points, boys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is so, like, that is just so good that you can able to, you're able to share and pass on that knowledge of what's worked and and those sorts of things, you know, to to the other guys.
0: You can, it's about enabling. It's Mm. it's that, especially the young guys, some of them haven't had dads at all. Like to that support and role modelling, I'm an older dad. So between, what, 43 and now 51, I've done those things. And it's amazing how many dads are still there from the beginning. Um, a, lot of, a lot of them tend to drift off and disappear. and Some leave, some stay. But we rarely have any. Incident. We've had to remove an average one person a year. That's <sighs> it. The group pretty much runs itself. The boys are so respectful. Yeah. They come in with a bit of language and we go, hey, the pin post at the top is quite long but it frames the whole situation. How you talk is how you'll be seen and respected in the group. Yeah. There's no need for the swearing. And give us the gift of what it is. The simpler it is, the more relatable it is, the more you get a response. And the guys have realized that by looking back at the other posts and going, hey, I see what you mean. So they become mm. that role model. And by just role modeling for the other guys, you'll never meet. You don't know how many lives change. And I think it's only until we had we've had three suicide watches over the years, and you don't realize how much you make a difference in someone's life. So someone comes and tells you privately or meets you and says, "You changed my life," and you sit there and you sort of like, "What I did? What I just did this?" You know, you don't see there's anything big, but for those guys, it was a life-changing situation yeah. for their own life or for their family, and that that's what it's all about mm-hmm. making it the dad better dads for their own
1: family and for their own kids oh neil you're oh, incredible neil. i tell you what you, you're you, making you, me cry again I, neil <laughs> exactly i was about <laughs> to say exactly the same thing oh. and i think it's, it's reflective of the fact that what you're saying in terms of the way people um talk in the group is obviously reflective of the fact that they respect what you've created and and what you've been able to create in that support group um and it's been so well received so it, it's a credit to yourself because it's such a wonderful resource
0: and I say to the guys too. Yeah. Every now and again, we say to the guys, "I say these you guys make it what it is. Mm-hmm. I just set the framework, but they picked up the framework and run with it. That's that. I like to that mindset. You create that mindset with the, the, the right outlay, the right information. You build it. They will come. Whichever way you'd like to put it. But at the end of the day, the dads see it. Whether they say anything, I've had a guy going there last week. Been said. I've been with you guys for four years. This is my first post. I felt like this was something I could share. Because all the other guys had given me all this advice, here's my little tip. And everyone said, hey, thanks very much. Good on you for those things. Yeah. And it was, just, uh, it was sort of like, it was celebrated that someone we never saw regularly, didn't know I was watching, had come and told us how his family was falling apart. And through the multiple posts he read back with different advice, that he tried the combination, and he finally hit the jackpot for the one that worked for him and his family and they are now back together. And he's one of the best uh, for doing that.
1: Just incredible. That's amazing because I
2: think, I, I do feel that, um, and this is going to be a complete generalisation, but mm-hmm. men like to fix things. Women like to
0: talk about it. Yep. Um, you always provide you with a solution. And for you say, yeah. all of this talk, don't say anything. Just sit there. You know what? We'll actually sit there. Look at mm. I don't have to think about this. I don't have yes. to find a solution to the problem.
2: And I think that, um, yeah, to be able to share that amongst, um, I mean, that's the beauty of online support groups. Okay, yeah. let's you you can talk about things and you can get the support without actually having to leave your lounge room, your bedroom, or you know your back garden or wherever you, you know your man cave. Mm. Or for my my thing is I've got I've got my own little um, I've, I've got a couch on my deck and that's my spot. Um, and I'll often send messages or post on social media from there because that's almost like my, my happy spot or my place where I go if things aren't going right. Um, so to have a, a group of guys who online can support you without them having to go and have an uncomfortable meeting somewhere. And, I mean, it's great that you're running in person, well, and you know not at the moment, but you're running in person groups so people can connect. There's nothing better than the grassroots connection. i'm I'm a full believer in in having the grassroots connection, but to have that online connection, Neil, that you have built with these gentlemen is yeah, well done to you.
1: And I think again, okay. you know for so many of these, for so many, people being a parent of multiples it's not easy to find someone around you that is in the same situation who you can relate to and so being able to find that portal and that social um, connections online is something that for so many other um, people isn't available around their community I mean certainly we live in isolated community and there's probably like one or two sets of twins including ours or and that I don't think there's any triplets that I know of and it's very hard for you know to find support and be able to connect to people so having that online is incredible.
0: Is that, is Neil, we'll come
1: back to this at the end, but where can when
2: where can people find you or where where can the the gentleman find you? sorry, where can uh, the men find you?
0: If the gentleman on Facebook would like to look for multiple dads, that's with no apostrophe, multiple dads sanctuary, that's where it's got and I can send you a link if you want to put that on the bottom of the you, we will do
2: yeah mm. we will do that and we'll we'll get back to that at the end, but I just wanted to just to drop it in there now as to where they can find you. Because I do think that your service is are like what you offer to people. And I'm just putting it out there. Like, it's for free. You know, you can join this. You, you can be, as Neil said earlier, they've got lawyers and they've got, um, I don't know, whatever. They accept
1: everything. Yeah, but also as you said, <laughs> and it Neil, doesn't matter. Yeah, and also as you said, Neil, you don't have to, you know, if you just want to get on there and, and, and read and take away, I mean I, I know that sometimes I'm not active in groups. I just like to sit and read and you get so much knowledge and so many resources from what other people are posting. You know, that that might be helping somebody that doesn't necessarily want to post this is what's going on, but they might be able to take home a, a key message that helps them in their life.
0: Honestly, you'll That's- find that in most groups only five Two to five percent of people are the main posters, but those other ninety-five percent are still benefiting from those two to five percent.
2: Absolutely, and I think that I will come back. Um, I'll pop the details up on our Facebook page, "Talking Twins and More: Multiple Birth Podcast," and then we're going to come back with the top five things that Neil, as a multiple dad himself, thinks that dads or Stepdads or uncles, whoever the primary person is, male person in their life is, can do to help when um, when faced with raising multiples because it's, it's not an easy task. So I look forward to hearing those.
1: All right, pressure's on, Neil. We're going to do that next.
0: <laughs> it's not talk- a
1: problem. <laughs> it's talking twins <to> <laughs> and more.
0: It's Talking Twins and More with Nick's and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and com. And we're
1: back with Neil. And, Neil, we've just put you uh, on the spot because we're going to get your five tips, apparently, Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> we are, Neil.
2: So hit us with, us with the top five tips that you can give to our expectant parents, Um, our existing parents of multiples or even whoever the primary support male is in
0: our multiples lives. Okay, let's fire off. The easiest way to start with is your presence. Obviously being part of the process itself. Don't let yourself become isolated. It's about teamwork. Everything from the beginning, the pregnancy right through, it's all about both of you, it's not about one of you. And that can be formulated into and strung out in just so many ways. But the essence is, being there and being part of the information. The number two thing, when the kids arrive, even before they arrive, the man is naturally a hunter-gatherer. Prepping is the best thing he can do. So, for example, the wife's ready for breastfeeding or bottle feeding. Empty the change table. Empty the bins. Do the small little things. Restock the change table. prep the food so you watch it down. It's keeping the ball rolling in that momentum that makes life so much easier for both of you. So prepping is the second one. Third one, block of sleep. I'm naturally lucky on the night out. My wife is an early sleep one. 7 p.m. used to be the feed for us, both boys. Wife went to have a shower, to bed by 8. I did the 11 p.m. feed by myself uh, with formula. Oh, it could be express, uh, breast milk in some cases as well. The wife slept from 8 p.m. through to 3 a.m. I went to bed at midnight. She got up at 3 a.m. She's had her 7 hours sleep. I got to bed at midnight and wake like at 7am and help to work. So we've both got those seven hours of sleep solid every night. Unless the boys had gastro, which is just a nightmare, that's the exception to the rule. So blocks of sleep is very, very important. Keeps you functioning. Communication would be number four. Communicating to each other. Speak up, whether it's to your partner. If you can't, come to the MDS and speak up there. You've got to reach out. There's that. The mentality is still there. For men, that you're tough, you are brave that you'll seek it out. And it's not until the point you're a breaking point that you'll actually reach out. You can reach out earlier. So communicating to us because it's a safe space. No one knows who you are. No one knows where you are. But if you need to, you can get that wealth, experience, and knowledge. And luckily, the fifth one, hey, what more can I say? Join the NDS. That's it. Really, really simple. Come for that. Wisdom that knowledge database bank whatever you'd like to call it and make it your own for whatever purposes you need you can make it your own
2: and we'll pop up the link to the Multiple Dad Sanctuary and I think this will be something that we pop up you know even on a you know on a monthly basis it's not just going to be just after this episode we'll pop up the link to the Multiple Dad Sanctuary and um, you know mums dads whoever's listening to this I'd really encourage the the dominant male, be it the dad, the uncle, the stepdad, whoever in in your multiples life to uh, yeah, hop on that and let's um support those that support
0: us. Yes. Well I'll give it make it even easier for like if you ever want to come back for another topic ladies, I'll give you one right now. Something we will not see in a ladies' group is who has the best recommendation for a vasectomy. Totally. <laughs> Let's talk about is, this. Interesting, okay. Interesting, interesting about in the ladies group. This is where the guys got. Any recommendations? Yeah, we got those. <laughs> and you
2: know what's really funny? Because us as women, we're quite happy to recommend all sorts of things, but we're not the ones doing it. So, <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh,
1: I tell you what, the things that you just didn't think that you were going to talk about um we'll have to bring you back i've just got invaded by a set of twins (laughs) my set of twins uh let's wrap it up there neil we cannot thank you enough you are definitely coming back this has been fantastic we have learned so much over the last couple of weeks and we'll share all those links we'll get all your pages shared as well and um we're definitely having you back mate thank you
0: you're welcome. Thanks, Martin. It's Talking Twins and More with Nick's and Naomi. Thanks to twinfo.com.au and doublebub.com.au.